Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Fellas, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, the NFL preview show, 2023 season. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I am Tay Eric Taylor, and I am hyped for another football season. Woo! Let's do it. There's not really a chill in the air, but definitely football in the air. Ray, oh my God, it's been a long summer. It is time for fall and football, my friend. And the first order that we, you know, have to really touch on, and I'll ask you, We've got Thursday, tomorrow, Chiefs hosting the Lions, the defending champs. Is this potentially a dynasty? And how are the Chiefs starting off the season now, potentially without Kelsey and Chris Jones? What are your thoughts on the legacy that's building for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? And let's, you know, even talk about this game Thursday. So, you're 100% right that they are bordering on dynasty status, the Chiefs, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. And the great thing about it is they won in a variety of ways, right? They won when Mahomes was on his rookie contract and took over for Alex Smith. They won now with Patrick Mahomes at the time signing the richest contract and then not being able to keep Tyreek Hill and not being able to keep some of their high price free agents and, and the honey badger and moving on from them. So they found a way when you have the head coach, so it's almost like the Brady Belichick, right? When you have yeah. the head coach and you have the quarterback in this sport, you can win championships, right? In a, in a variety of ways. <laughs> exactly. So the Chiefs this year, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about two things. So Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor, the, so the integration of the new offensive line. I think – Which I'm I think is Stephania improved. Bell, I think it's definitely I'm improved. I'm not Stefania Bell at ESPN, but I think <laughs> from my layman's knowledge of the ACL that Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey will be fine. You have 17 games over 18 weeks, even if he misses a couple – they'll be okay. They have enough receivers and they have Mahomes and they have a deep running back crew. They'll be fine. Uh, Chris Jones bothers me a little bit, the holdout. Yeah. I think they need a little more oomph on defense. Um, you don't want Patrick Mahomes to be in a shootout every game. He can. If you need him to, but you don't want him to, right? If you're planning to play 17 games, maybe get the number one overall seed, play two divisional games, and then a Super Bowl, that's 20 games. So you don't need him to be Superman for 20. You want him to be Superman for five. You know what I mean? You want him to be... Uh, maybe seven. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. But you, know I mean? <laughs> you don't want him to have to be Superman for 20 games. Now, the fans in Kansas City want that, or, or the fans of Patrick Mahomes want that. But you don't really want him to have to you know, play all out like that. Hey, but Ray, so let's be honest. The AFC is so strong that the reality is, you said five, I'm saying seven, he may have to be Superman with a lesser defense, maybe 10 to 12 games, because the AFC is that strong this season. Sure. That's 100% right. And in fact, that may be one of the things that is their downfall. They may feel pressure from Buffalo, from the Bengals, from the Jets, from, you know, other teams in the AF to play their starters even when they're hurt, to rush Travis Kelsey back a little bit because they may want that number one seed and that home playoff uh, game and that bye in week one or at least get a top two or three seed. And so if you were in 
you know, casual mode, you say, oh, we could be 10 and 7, we could be 11 and 6, but they may be thinking that they have to win 12 games to go get that number one seed. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Andy Reid, obviously, he's been around the block, so I, I think he'll be more cautious, but you never know. Well, I'll say this. Um, I definitely think it does open the door for Thursday night for the Lions to maybe shock the world, sort of like our guy, Deion Sanders, primetime salute to the general for shocking the world and beating TCU. Love that, man. But I do agree they can overcome. And you have a Sky Moore. You have a little banged up Kadarius Tony. You have Mar- Mardez, Valdez, Scanlon, Pacheco, and Clyde, Edwards, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who, by the way, I, I got a funny feeling we may see more of a, 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 a reemergence of Clyde Edwards-Alaire this year. If he I want to fumble the ball, which, you know, Tiki Barber used to fumble in the beginning of, of his career, and we know some people that used to fumble. Yeah. Um, not – not Eric Taylor. Taylor. You know, talented. He, was high, he was high and tight in the. Yeah, know. no, I, I never fumbled. I wasn't fumbling. I was, I was, I was causing fumbles, you know, trying to punch <laughs> it out or Brian Jones or Parag Shaw. But you know, come on. But if but if Edwards Hilaire can hold on to the ball high and tight, Tom Coughlin style, um, he's a good. He's a very good back. And Isaiah Pacheco, we know, can run between the tackles. He's tough. Rutgers kid. So He's they're, really they're good. Fine. So they're fine. The Chicos, yeah. I think with the Chiefs, my more concern, honestly, is you know the morale, Chris Jones, but I they need that pass rush because I even though it's young and they kind of rebuilt it, I don't love their secondary. I think it's just a notch above average, you know. But other storylines. You know, I think the big question is obviously about New York, the Jets and the Giants, paying the big contract to Daniel Jones, you know, making things right with Saquon for one year, giving him a little boost in salary. And then the the Big Dipper, Mr. Uh, Darkroom, my man, Aaron Rodgers, coming into town, um, hard knocks. I really think that the Jets have a chance to shock the world but I tend to think they're one year off. I think that their window to win the Super Bowl is two years, and I think they have a, a really good shot of doing it next season. But I do like the addition of Dalvin Cook because it slow. It doesn't. It makes it so you don't have to rush back Brees Hall, and then he can come back and carry the load for the second half of the season, and then they have a real one-two punch. So. That could really help Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard. And we know with Sauce and the boys, listen, Robert Salas, he's got a real team, a real defense. The Jets are not just, oh, like the Eagles team, you know, a bunch of superstars years ago, whatever. No, no, no. This is a legit roster. So what are your thoughts on New York? And did Daniel – deserve that money and now they just readjusted and gave he gave the team back six million what's going on in new york what are your thoughts about the two new york teams so the jets let's start with the jets because we usually start with the giants because they're they've historically been the better franchise but we're going to talk about the j-e-t-s jets 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 i'm hoping that this is not Brett Favre Jets, meaning Brett Favre and the Jets went out, started that great, got off to that great start. Then Brett Favre got hurt. His arm got tired. And, you know, father time is under. And three, what was it? They, nine and seven. And they just missed the playoffs. And then he ends up going to Minnesota and ends up, should have won that game against, you know, the next year against the Saints. And the Saints go on and win the Super Bowl, the onside kick in the second half. So, I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers still has enough juice because, remember, his first three years he didn't play at all because he was sitting behind Brett Favre and, you know, at least some of that wearing. I think he's healthy enough, and I think he's in better shape than Favre ever was. So I think – I don't think we have to worry about that. You trying to tell me Favre doesn't go to those dark retreats and, you know, get his – I, I don't know if Favre was really in the gym. Forget the retreats, you know. Listen. That's true. That's true. It's, so so I know. think with the Jets – it's a matter of chemistry. Now, this chemistry issue is not trivial because you have a defensive-minded head coach who's only in his second year, 
You have a guy in Aaron Rodgers who typically hasn't been the This is third year now. This is third year. I'm sorry? It's his third year now. You're right, you're right, you're right. So so typically it hasn't been a rah-rah, you know, leader, Aaron Rodgers. He's been more a leader by example and look at my resume type of thing. Um, he does have his boys with him, some of them. Anyway, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard. Uh, so Dalvin Cook, I think, is a great pick. If you can check the egos, that Brees Hall, and again, Brees Hall's coming off of serious leg injury. So it's not, it's not like you snap your fingers and he's back. There's only one Adrian Peterson in this world. And <laughs> people need to slow down with that because Adrian Peterson came back like artificially fast. Wait, wait. We do so, need a DNA test, though, Ray. We need a DNA test to see if Adrian Peterson, by some way, is the son or the nephew or something of Mr. Earl Campbell, because that's the type of humanoid I think he is. <laughs> but the thing is, Earl Campbell, if I'm not mistaken, only played for nine years. So even then, Earl, Earl got beat up. But, uh, but Adrian is just... A freak. I mean, Adrian came back from ACL in nine months. Like, what? I'm back. Give me the ball. Yeah. So I don't think that's normal for human beings. <laughs> so Adrian Peterson may not be human. He may be superhuman. Um, but having said that, so I, I like this. You don't rush Brees Hall back. He's also an explosive back. It's one thing if you're just a between the tackles, three yards, and cloud of dust back. But that's not him. So he needs to be able to find his way, and I think who better to sit behind than Dalvin Cook, and eventually by midseason, you'll have both of them. And if Aaron Rodgers can use the play action and oh, have oh. real legitimate weapons, you know, of course his wideouts are fantastic. I, I was surprised that Corey Davis just hung him up. You know, yeah, was, that was that weird. Team. But I think Garrett could get 1,600 yards this year, right? Easy. You know what? It, it kind of depends on how Nathaniel Hackett wants to call it. Um, I could see Far uh, uh, Rogers saying, "Look, I'm going to save my juice postseason, and I am going to be a middle of the pack statistically wide receiver um, quarterback, right? I'm going to get I don't know 3,500 yards, 4,000 yards, but well, there's 17 games, so probably a little more than that. Um, maybe I might even. I think he's going to put up 45 easy." You think so? I, I would see them. Look, if the Jets are up, I would see, you know, like 275 and three touchdowns and just start handing the ball off in the fourth quarter. I could see that kind of scenario. If the Jets are up, you know, 24-10, um, I could see them putting him on a pitch count, maybe even letting Wilson uh, play. No, 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 no. Stop you, that. You're not, you're not into that on a 17-game season? Stop that. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Wilson will not sniff the field unless that man is injured. No, you think yeah, Rodgers doesn't. Rodgers doesn't sit fourth quarters and stuff like that. That's not that's NBA stuff. He, they don't do load management. You're you're gonna see. Well, he needs to do load management in the NFL because Rodgers is you know he's at the end of his career. We want him to last two years. Maybe we will get a third year out of him. We have, it looks like we may have a caller. Yeah, we have a caller. Let's see what uh, the caller's got to say about the NFL preview. Okay. Hello, caller. Hey, You're on you the air with today? Ray and Tay. Welcome. Uh, hey, what's going on, Buzz? What's your name? I just have one quick question. I, I don't, uh, Buzzy. Okay. What's up, man? I don't want. I don't want to slow. I don't want to slow down the show too much because it's a damn good show. Thank but you. But I do have one quick question. Three parts. Will the Las Vegas Raiders be the AFC champions this year? Should Darren Waller be extradited to another company for war crimes for leaving the Raiders? And should there be another hurricane to destroy New Orleans because Derek Carr left? <laughs> oh, wow. So clearly you're a Raiders fan. Now, wait, here's one question uh, no, no, for you. No, 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 I'm, no I'm, just, I'm, I'm just a bystander. <laughs> okay. I love it. All I right. love it. Listen, you, Raider, listen, you're going to be upset because Darren Waller is going to get busy in New York and become Daniel Jones' best friend oh, and, and probably stay healthy all season. As long as, he, as long as he went to another conference, I could care less. I, I think the Raiders actually, 
it's going to be one of those middle of the road seasons, like nine and eight, eight and nine. I think it's going to be challenging. You know, well, we have Janine um, Garofalo as our quarterback. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, look, here's the thing. <laughs> That's it's all about be good. the defense. It's all about the defense because, you know, well, Garofalo is Crosby. Yes, you did. But, yeah, but I mean, here's I mean, the thing. In that division, your defense, like you're going to go see the Chiefs and the Chargers twice. And you're going to have, you know, even the Broncos, I think, will be better. I think that. Um, oh, Sean you know, Payton Sean is a real coach. Well, the They're question is can Sean better. Payton and Russell yeah. Wilson get along? And uh, that's TBD. But I think the Raiders' defense is going to, is, is going to be what's holding back. It's definitely not the offense. Garoppolo's good enough. With those skill positions, with Josh Jacobs signing his one-year deal, and, yeah. and obviously with Devontae Adams there, um, even losing Waller, I think you'll be fine on offense. But it, well, I don't with think Renfro he's... staying, which I was afraid he was going to leave. He's he's underrated, you know. He, you know, even in college. But he, he doesn't. He was, he was, he's, he's, he's a clutch player. He's a third down. No, no, he he's is a, very he's good. A, but Renfro, the third down wide receiver. But he doesn't stay he healthy. He knows where that and line is. That's the issue with Renfro. Not staying healthy, and then you guys got to worry about your secondary. You know, I don't even know that's, any of those guys. Yeah, it's. it's I think kinda, I played high school with three of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, one of them is a step cousin of mine. That was in mine, 1998. So it, it's hard. I know it's hard, but I, I think you got to just kind of look for third or fourth place in your division and build for the next season. And you guys can buy tickets to watch the Super Bowl this year in your own home. I love hearing that for the 17th year in a row. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, Max yeah. Crosby and John Jones's brother are going to save us. Yeah. Yeah, the problem no, is you're right. Your, your front four, your, your, your defensive line is good, but the secondary and the linebackers are, are pretty bad. Um, I, 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 think, I think our secondary does not understand that there's a passing game. Wow. My question is Jimmy G, though. How will he stay healthy, and is he good enough? Well, he's... Instead of a visor, he has a mirror where he can look at himself because he thinks he's such a hot guy. <laughs> Don't hate well, he went to the right version. place, right, Las Vegas, so he'll, uh, he'll have plenty of action off the field. <laughs> look, oh, out for... oh, look out for your new fullback. I like Jacob Johnson, and I, I think that running you know game. I heard hurt. about him. If if um, your running back Josh Jacobs, if his limbs don't fall off from overuse, uh, I think you guys will be just fine on offense. So I think it really comes or, down to that defense. Or the Davis family will be convicted of murdering another running back's career. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's hard, man. Marcus Allen Sorry, is in Bo. there leading that charge. Sorry, yeah. Bo. Yeah, uh, the great Sorry, Bo Marcus. Jackson. Yeah. Sorry, Napoleon. Yeah, well, Bo, Bo was a freak actor. Sorry, Charlie. Marcus was definitely <laughs> they turned him out and spit him out. You really run down some of the best the, the pain of the Raiders running backs. Hey, listen, at least oh. Cliff branches. At least Cliff branches in the Hall of Fame where he belongs. That Brown. is absolutely true. But what about Charlie Garner? What about the great Charlie Garner? Listen, we got love for Charlie. We, we were talking about Napoleon. What about Napoleon McCallum? Nah, Napoleon, that was a that was, was, talking about Napoleon, he led the Napoleon league in yards for carry. Napoleon McCallum. Napoleon. Napoleon Do you remember how McCallum? his career ended? Was a game breaker. It was Ken Norton Jr. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, broke his leg. Freak accident, oh, like Bo. Yeah, Monday Night Football. I was a teenager at the time, and I still I still couldn't get over it. And then once I found out we got Napoleon Kaufman, I was like, here we go, another one going down. Well, listen, <laughs> I'll tell you this. From the ghost of Dave, Dave Casper, I hope you start to get new tight ends to replace Waller, and you guys have a good season, man. But uh, thanks Cooper for calling. We got to gotta, gotta right. get back to the rest of the preview, man. But it was awesome. To All have right. You got uh, it. Do me a favor, but from, from the ghost of Lyle Alzado, I hope everybody on the Raiders does steroids and starts to hurt everybody. Come on. Let's do something. 
Well, I'll send you out with this one. As long as you don't have another Barrett Robbins incident where he disappears before the Super Bowl, we'll be fine. As long as you don't have another Anthony Johnson, the first serial killer in NFL history. But anyway, we'll talk about that another time. (laughs) All right. Enjoy the show, fellas. Great call. Thank you. All right. God bless. Bye. Take care. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. I love it. I was all Raiders fans. Okay. I'm really worried about a professional team in the long run in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, on game day, remember how Lawrence Taylor used to say they used to send him, you know, Ladies no, before, right. Listen, listen, listen. The league games. is so different now, and with social I know, media, but it's still Vegas. I know. All right, let's let's get to it, man. We got we got to get to it. So I'm gonna start off. We'll both do each. Uh, we'll start with the AFC and both do the e, you know go down in the East and go back and forth. So I I, I think it's gonna be close. I am gonna edge out with tiebreakers. I have the Bills. Uh, winning the division, but both the Jets and Bills making the playoffs with 12 wins. I got the Dolphins, you know, coming in at, you know, nine and eight. I, I do think signing Ramsey and then losing him, but he'll get back. I, I think at the back end, they may have a shot to push for a wild card, but I think they'll fall short. And the Patriots, look, you got to criticize Belichick for last year because you stunted the growth of Mac Jones. So this is a huge year with a real offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, although he's, you know, whatever he is. I just think they only get six wins. Juju Smith-Schuster should be a big help. What's your AFC East like? Yeah, I think the same. I think the Bills win it outright at 12-5. and five. Um, They got to keep Stephon Diggs happy, but I think the addition of Damian Harris and having a really good offensive line, you're going to see this is a theme in my predictions. Teams with good offensive lines are going to, well, and how about Dalton Kincaid? Two tight ends is going to help Allen with the interceptions. With Knox and, and Kincaid, yes, and that takes yes. the pressure the K-K off of Allen, and he doesn't have not to play K, hero. Just the two Ks, not triple K. <laughs> he doesn't have to play hero and you know be the goal line guy too, and talk about getting beat up. So I and I think, I think James Cook. Outright. I think he's ready. I think James Cook is ready, right? I think he's going to have I mean, a big Rick season James? for the. Yeah, James Cook, the younger brother. Dallas' little brother. <laughs> All right, so, let's yeah, get so I got to the Bills north. at 12 and 5. I got the Jets at 11 and 6. I got the Dolphins at 10 and 7. The Dolphins have a really tough schedule. Um, the Ramsey injury hurts them. Um, Kohu, I don't think, is, is quite the player that Ramsey is. So we'll see. And then the Patriots, I just have them at 7 and 10. I think their defense is actually going to be very good. And I think their offense is going to be very mediocre. So in that division, you're going to yeah. have a tough time. Even breaking we have it pretty much the same. So in the North, I, I think it's going to be a freaking brawl and a fight to the finish. But I do think the Ravens getting Flowers, Odell Beckham, with uh, DuVernay and Bateman, Andrews, the new OC, Lamar paid. I think Lamar could potentially have an MVP season. I think they take the division and the tiebreaker. They're 12-5. and five. The Bengals... I do not like, and I saw in one of our fantasy leagues, you got him. I do not like Joe Burrow starting off with a little calf strain. It just takes one misstep and one pass rusher to re-injure that. It, just watch out for that. But I got them both at 12-5 and five making the playoffs. My Steelers, 9-8. and eight, He never goes under eight, uh, 500. So I don't know what you were thinking about with that, but I'll let you slide. And I think the Browns are going to be better. I think Deshaun Watson has a bounce back. But I just think the AFC is too loaded, so they're going to be at 8 and 9. But that could always swing. Steelers and Browns make, could be sneakily better than people think. Pickett to Pickens is going to be big time. So that's my AFC North. So I have flip-flops, the 1 and 2 and 3 and 4. I have the Bengals still, despite the Cavs, winning the division. I think the offensive line is still a question mark, but that's really the only question mark, uh, except for Burrow's health, right? Um, Orlando Brown, Jonah Williams, flopping, you know, switching them between right tackle and left tackle, I think will work out. I have the Bengals at 11 and 6. I have the Ravens at 10 and 7. Finally, Deshaun Watson has some has some weapons between Beckham and Flowers and Rashad Bateman. I think they're cool. Um, Todd Munkin, the offensive coordinator from, from Georgia, can he bring his game to the pros? I don't know. The offensive line, again, that rears its ugly head. The Ravens' offensive line is mediocre, so you want to keep 
Beckham, of course, but but even more. You want to keep Lamar Jackson healthy? I, I don't know if that O-line is going to hold up. I have the Browns at 9-8. and eight. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Elijah Moore is going to be the unsung connection this year. They brought yeah, in Jimmy Moore Schwartz as the defensive coordinator. Darius Smith joins Miles Garrett. I think they're 9-8, and eight, and I think for the first time in his career, your Steelers – and your guy Ooh. is going to be under 500. I got the Steelers Ooh. at eight and nine. They need T.J. Watt to be the defensive player of the year. I think the division is too tough. And Ooh. frankly, I love Johnson and Pickens and Najee Harris and even Jalen Warren. I like the depth, yep. but this is not the CFL, and I'm not down with Matt Canada as your offensive coordinator. So, I think this is his last year, his last year there. But Jalen Warren may be a sneaky breakout. AFC South, listen, I think it's Trevor Lawrence time, and I think he's finally got the right coach and the confidence. Do not sleep. He has a real number one route runner and potential number one receiver in Calvin Ridley. Um, I think the young kid uh, may house Etienne's job. Uh, I think it's a Tyrell Big, Biggies or Biggs or whatever. He's going to be good. Jacksonville's tough. Ingram's going to do well. The defense is better. They win the division at 10-7. and seven. I have the Titans. Eh, it's going to be rough, but I do think DeAndre Hopkins helps out Tannehill. And just having Henry and Hopkins, they'll be competitive but fall short of the playoffs at 8-9. and nine. The Texans will be improved, but the AFC is just too much. So I think they only get four wins, but C.J. Stroud is legit. And I think the Texans, Will Anderson, is going to just have a stud of a season. And the Colts, I don't know what they're doing with Jonathan Taylor. It's such a mess makes no sense not to take care of the kid when he is just an outstanding player and citizen and you've got a rookie non-passing rookie quarterback um the owner is a fool and i have them at four and 13 as well so similar i think the jaguars and the titans finish first and second i have them at nine and eight eight and nine i think it's a very mediocre division both of them have bad or, or mediocre offensive lines and very questionable offensive lines. The Titans D is better, but the Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence. So the, also the Jaguars have to play the Niners, the Bills, and the Chiefs by virtue of their, of their first-place record, and the Titans, Colts, and Texans don't. So that's a big deal. That's why they're going to be 9-8 and eight and not 11-6, and six, you know. The Colts and the Titans, I hear you. I don't like – exactly what they're doing with Jonathan Taylor. But I like that they're both young teams and they're both a few years away. I'll tell you, if you combine them, they don't make the playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> they're not making the playoffs. But you know what? Houston is actually building a good foundation. I no, Houston's doing away, it so the right way. I yeah. wouldn't mind being a Texans fan right now. Season, not next season, but in two years, watch out for the Texans. Kind of like what you kept saying about the Philadelphia 76ers. They are knocking on the door, and, and they're doing it the right way. They're not tanking necessarily. They're just building a, t- a franchise from the bottom up. Definitely. I agree. The AFC West, this is going to be fascinating, but I still think the Chiefs are the class of the AFC and the division like we talked about in the beginning. I don't love the Kelsey and Chris Jones stuff. More concerned about Chris Jones, but I think they'll figure it out in a week or two. I have them at 13-4 and four with the number one seed. The Chargers, they get 11 wins. They make a wild card. And, you know, listen, he got the big payday, but it's time for him to step up. And I think them drafting the Quinton Johnson kid to help out Williams and, um, and, and Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler's a beast. It's time for Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and C.J. Flowers and Derwin James to flex themselves. There's no reason for the Chargers to not shock the world and even take down the Chiefs and win this division and their defense to step up if their coach can stay out of their way. I think the Broncos get um, eight wins, and I think that they'll be better. And I think Russell, Russell Wilson and, and, and Sean Payton will figure some things out. I just don't love their receivers. Sutton and Judy have been a little disappointing, and I, let's see if the running backs can get healthy and, and, and shine. And then the Raiders, like our caller, listen, it's, it's seven wins. It's seven and ten. I, the defense is not good enough. And I think they're going to miss Darren Waller. And Jimmy G's not the, he's not the guy. He's just not. I think Jimmy G is a guy who 
with enough talent around him can be fine. He doesn't turn the ball over except in the fourth quarter in crunch time. Uh, but I think he's okay. Uh, AFC West, we talked about. I think I agree. The Chiefs are 12 and 5. They're the class of the division. The Chargers, I think, are 11 and 6. Eckler, you know, is, is the man. Um, their D, though, is a question mark. They can't stop the run. So they're going to have to get into some shootouts. And maybe if they're behind, you know, they might have some issues with ball control and, and getting the ball back into their explosive offense. The Raiders, I think, are a 500 team. And I, I frankly don't think the Broncos experiment works. They have a ton of talent at the skill positions and a great defense. So if you're, if you're thinking the glass is half full, you could think the Broncos could win nine, ten games. I actually don't. I think the Broncos win seven games. I think chemistry is important. It'll take a year or two to, to, to reestablish whatever chemistry they, they sort of – Daniel Hackett and, and uh, uh, Fangio. So I, I, I'm not a fan of the Broncos this year. But they do have a legit defense, Ray. They have a legit defense, and they have great talent at the skill position. So it's not, because, it's not from GMing. I think it, it's more from chemistry. Yeah. Well, let's go to the NFC. And, you know, not as top-heavy as the AFC. And, you know, it, it's a little bit more open. We're starting AFC East. Listen, the Eagles – this may be the what first time I think it's either 17 or 13, some crazy amount of years. I think we have repeat division winners. I just think there's a lot of questions in Dallas. I think the Eagles, you know, the Georgia <laughs> infusion, their defense, but people are sleeping on the fact that they got two nice running backs. I love uh, um, Rashad uh, Perry or whatever. And um, your boy, DeAndre and, Swift. Uh, yeah. Penny, yeah. Swift, yeah. And, Penny and, and Swift. And well too. Yeah. And, so, and they have a good offensive line and their defensive line. They have an A team and a B team. It is legit. And they just keep coming. And this kid could go for defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, Jalen Carter. He slipped to them and they got a, a freaking a monster, a stud. So I got them at 13. The Cowboys. Yeah. You know, let's see what Tony Pollard can do and if he can stay healthy. You know, they got the young kid who's a coach's son on their team to be the backup, and he's tiny. We'll see what happens. Um, I think the key is Brandon uh, Cooks stepping up to be their number two. I think he's going to really help out. You know, I don't – Gallup doesn't ever stay healthy. But this is the year for Dak. Can he get the extension? Can he win more than one playoff game? I think they make the playoffs. I think the Giants – you know, fall one game short at 10 wins, but I think they squeeze in and make the playoffs as well. I think Darren Waller is more important than people think. And I, I like the young receiver that they got um, from Tennessee. Plus, you know what? Their defense is coming. Big Cat Williams, Dexter, you know, Jackson, they, they, they got players. Their secondary is healthy. So the Giants will look good. The Commanders are actually sneaky, sneaky, sneaky better than people think. But we just have to see with Sam Howell. I only give them six wins, but that could go up to eight just because I think their defense is real and their big guy is going to be back healthy. So, And I like their weapons. Um, McLaurin and, and the boys don't sleep on Jahad Dotson and the Commanders, but I got them at six wins. Well, sounds like you're sleeping on them. Uh, it's just it's just scheduling. It's a tough division. Well, it's but also they play the AFC East, so you know. Right, right. It's a tough division. It's an easy conference, but it's a tough division. And you're right. By by virtue of playing the AFC East, you just made it a lot harder. Um, I think I agree with all of your sentiments. Um, the only you're nitpicking with the Eagles, right? They should win the division. I got them at twelve and five. DeAndre Swift gives them some explosiveness. You know, the defensive corner Sean Desai has to get. Cunningham and Brown and Dean integrated. Uh, Shane Steichen left, obviously, to go to Indianapolis. Will he be able to – will they be able to, uh, uh, you know, call plays in Jalen Hurts? Will he succeed under a new offensive coordinator? Probably, right? I, I think 12-5 and five is, is my guess. Cowboys, I look at them at 10-7. and seven. Uh, They led the league in takeaways for two straight years. So that's a good thing. The defense is very high risk, high reward. Um, can McCarthy and Schottenheimer get along and call a good game for Dak? 
Uh, you know, Dak needs to stay healthy, needs to be accurate. Last year he turned the ball over way too much. Um, I think they're putting too much pressure on Pollard. Again, everybody just assumes he's going to bounce back healthy. And, again, he's not – They should have signed Dalvin Cook or Kareem Hunt, right? Absolutely. And unless we, you know, go to the genealogy or, or, or what is it, 23 and me, I don't think he's related to Adrian Peterson. So I don't think he'll <laughs> be able to bounce back as quickly as other people think he can. So uh, I, I like the Eagles and the Cowboys at over 500. I think the Giants are basically a 500 team. I actually have them at 7 and 10. I think Daniel Jones is way overrated. He is, he but he's season. got the people around him. He's sleeping. Yeah, but you know what? It's 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 good Daniel and bad Daniel. So we got to see good Daniel last year, and amazingly, that's in his contract year. How many times have we seen athletes that are <laughs> historically not that good happen uh, to Ray, Ray's really, blowing really the whistle well, <laughs> really really well in their contract year? So I think the Giants overpaid for a guy that's just another guy. He's a jag. Well, they definitely a jack, overpaid. A little jag, but he's a jag. Uh, and the Commanders, you know what? If it wasn't for Sam Howell at quarterback, I think they have some nice pieces. They got rid of Daniel Snyder. They're a new franchise. They're actually on the come up. They may up, change the name again. Him. That's what they may do, change, change the name again. Yeah. That'll, that'll be interesting. Yeah, so let's move to the NFC. What are we doing, NFC North? We're doing to the North. And, you know, I went back and forth with this, but I just – it came down to me realizing that the Vikings have lost a lot of players, not just Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, some guys on defense, and they won a ton of close games last year. I do like, you know, the the rookie receiver. I think they still have talent, but I'm going to just say I think, and I owe a big apology to Dan Campbell. He's doing it the right way, I do too. the Jughead way. And I think the Lions are legit. And I also need to say I'm sorry to Jared Goff. He has really turned into an above-average starting quarterback. And I think the Lions sneak out the division 10-7. and 7. I got the Vikings just missing the playoffs at 9-8. and 8. Um, You know, I'm not sure about the Packers and Bears, but I think they both can be better than even what I have both of them at 6-11. and 11. I think Justin Fields is going to have a very good year. His defense just needs a year or two of, you know, free agents and draft picks. And the Packers, we just don't know with Jordan Love. But I do believe they, you know, have lost some talent, but they still got the running backs and Jones and Dillon. Um, I just have no clue who Jordan Love is going to be. So they're both tied at 6-11 and 11 for me. I agree. I think the Lions edge out the Vikings – basically because of Goff and the fact that their offensive line is better. Um, the defense is a bit shaky, and they give up big plays, the Lions, but I think that's okay because the Vikings, their secondary is horrible. Brian Flores mm-hmm. might come in and help and might turn things around, but I just look at Ty Chandler and, and, and Madison for Dalvin Cook and losing Thielen, who had been on the field for basically every play as a Viking on offense, and I don't think you can replace those guys so easily. So while they will pull up fantasy numbers and Justin Jefferson's the man and he might break Calvin Johnson's record, I, I don't think they win the division. They he may is the man. Yeah. seventh seed. They win the division. For the Bears, I like more Claypool and Mooney. Finally, uh, Justin Fields has some weapons. Their offensive line is still an issue. Justin Fields is scrambling for his life way too much. Um, so I think the Bears, another team that are, you know, that – seem like they're doing it right i think they're, they're on the rise nine. yeah they're on the rise and packers like you say the, the only thing going for them right now is their running game you know i do like the, those two running backs that they have but otherwise i don't know about jordan love um they're in rebuild mode so it's tbd for them so i definitely have to put them forth they'll be in games just because they do have the running game and defense though so i think that you know we could get surprised by some of their outcomes. So the right, NFC and that South is probably one of the weaker ones. So, so they yeah. could win some games, but I still have them coming in fourth. Yeah, definitely. And um, hey, if the Bears got a better offensive line, and I like the tight end, um, what Cole uh, Kent or Kemet or whatever his name is, Kemet. Cole Kemet. They, yeah, he's not. Yeah, they they uh, they could surprise some people. So this division may be one of the worst uh, in football, both the South, AFC, and NFC. 
Well, the NFC South, I think it's clear cut. The Saints are the cream. Um, I can only give him 10 wins, but I do think Alave and Michael Thomas, I think Michael Thomas is going to be back. He's all accounts. He's looking healthy. They'll miss Kamara for a couple games, but I love Jamal Williams. That was a great free agent signing, and he can catch and tote the rock. So I like their depth. And I think Derek Carr, with a good coaching staff and Dennis Allen, their defense is still good. They still got the veterans and Cameron Jordan and a solid secondary. The Saints will make the playoffs and, you know, don't sleep. They could be, they could be better than people think, especially if Derek Carr keeps the turnovers down. And I love the weapons around him. So they win the division easily. The Panthers, I think this team is underrated. I, I only give them seven wins, Ray, but Bryce Young is a ultimate point guard. He's got a little Steph Curry in him, and I think he's going to do well. They're just a couple years away with the offensive weapons, but the Panthers have a solid defense, and Bryce Young's good. He's, he's the right guy. The Falcons, uh, they've signed a ton of defensive players of free agency. I love B. John Robinson, uh, you know, the USC wide receiver, Drake Lockett, and, and Kyle Pitts, if they can finally get him the ball. Um, I just don't know if Desmond Ritter is the guy. But I think with the talent, um, even the backup running back in Cordero Patterson and Tyler Argyris, they can sneak some wins because they may just shock some players with some, like, catch and runs. And we don't know. Bijan may be a stud. So I got them at 6 and then six and 11, and the Bucks at 5 and 12. I I, Baker Mayfield, I, I just take the L on that. I thought he'd be so much better, and he's just below Jimmy G and Daniel Jones. Baker, Baker Mayfield is not the answer. Neither is Kyle Trask. So, And are they going to pay Mike Evans? So we'll see. No, you're right that this is uh, – it's sad because this is a division that used to be, you know, quite division. And – the Saints, at, I have the Saints winning the division at 10-7 and seven, and basically everybody else being below 500, so almost everybody else doesn't matter. Uh, Bryce Young. Hello, right? Uh, interesting to see where. <clears throat> can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. <clears throat> where, where, is, where is Bryce Young's Peyton Manning cushion, right? Where's his offensive line? Where is his wide receiver talent? Where's his Marvin Harrison? Where is his, uh, you know, the tight ends yeah. that he used to have? No, so, you're right. It's going to take a year or two for them to build that up. It will. It will. And the thing is, the Falcons have Desmond Ritter, and the Panthers have Bryce Young, and the Bucks have Baker Mayfield. So you're telling me that Derek Carr is the best quarterback <laughs> in the division. That just tells you that your division is pretty bad. And so I think at 10 and 7 that the Saints win the division. You know, I, I love B. John Robinson. I think he'll win rookie of the year. He'll just give him the ball 700 times, and he, he may just fall apart. But they'll, they'll definitely give him the ball a lot. I don't love Desmond Ritter as a quarterback, uh, as a starting NFL quarterback. So I really think there's one team in that division, and that's the Saints. Yeah. Well, let's go to the playoffs, man, starting in the AFC. Wait, wait, um, we skip the NFC West. Oh, did we? Oh, the NFC West. Wow, we cannot forget that. Look at, see, I'm I'm excited to get to the playoffs, but you know, the Niners to me, Ray, are they're just the cream. And the question is, can Brock Purdy stay healthy? Is Sam Darnold a legit backup? Did he improve enough? And I thought that he would really win that job um, in terms of number two under Kyle Shanahan, because I thought Sam Darnold was going to be the catch meow coming out of college, and it just hasn't happened. But with the right coaching, anything can happen. I'm surprised they moved off of Trey Lance, and they got to eat that, and the GM and the coach look really bad for all they gave for that kid, and then nothing, no fruit from that tree. Um, they get 12 wins. They got to get Nick Bosa in. I don't understand Bosa and Chris Jones not having deals. The NFL GMs and owners are playing hardball, and it's kind of surprising because you can't win without those guys. But they get the division. I think the Seahawks, I think the Seahawks are, are, are sneaky good, and they can potentially get into the playoffs at nine and eight. Geno, but I like what they did offensively, and their defense each year is slowly improving. 
um, in terms of their receivers, you know, they, they, you know, getting, um, your boy, um, Jabba, uh, what is it? And, and, and the Jackson is Smith and Nigba, oh, whatever. And Nigba, yeah. Adam yeah, I like him. Pocket and Metcalf, that's a that's a great receiving. Court. That's a yeah. So Dino's gonna continue right to ascend, and boy, uh, can you imagine in a world where we're like, wow, Gino's like a, a Pro Bowler each year now. It's crazy, and then I think in third place, it's really sad for the Rams and Cardinals. Um, at least the Cardinals. I think they're trying to rebuild. I think the Rams are in a state of flux and confusion and they don't know what they want to do. And I got the Rams with four wins just because they have Donald, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup, but <clears throat> don't love that roster at all. But Hey, they won their championship, but now they got to pay the Piper. And then the exactly. Cardinals with three wins and, you know, that could increase if Murray gets back week eight and can steal a couple of games but I think that they may want to get your boy from USC, Caleb Williams, the number one pick, or Derek May, and move on from Kyler Murray, or trade the pick and just get a, a buttload of picks and players. So we'll see how that plays out. But the Cardinals should have the number one pick next year, three and 13, 14. I agree with everything you said. I have a, a game or two difference. But I, the, the major difference, I think, is Seattle. I think that even though Gina – Geno Smith has uh, Smith and Jigba added to Lockett and Metcalf. I think Geno comes back to earth. Um, I'm kind of, you know, I watch him in West Virginia. I watch him from on the Jets, even a little bit on the Giants. Uh, I think that last year is sort of the anomaly. I think he comes back to where he, you know, regression to the mean. He comes back to where he usually finds himself. So the, he's no, he's not a surprise anymore. So I, I have the Niners at 11 and six. And again, Brock Purdy, is the question. Their D is great. They added Javon Hargrave, which actually, you know, took a little bit away from the Eagles and added to the Niners, somebody they may see in the playoffs, hint, hint. Uh, The Seahawks are a below 500 team, just below 500. And like you said, the Rams are paying the price for the Super Bowl and the Cardinals are just awful. So uh, let's go to the playoffs. Let's go to the playoffs. (laughs) I love it. The AFC playoffs, and we'll see is Brock, Purdy of one year wonder. We'll have to see, but I think you're right. Gino comes to earth and, but I I like the direction and I think they just missed the playoffs. So in the AFC, I got the chiefs in number one seed with the bye. Um, Number two, I do have the bills taking care of the chargers in the first round game. And then in the three, six matchup, I have the Ravens taking care of the Bengals and I have the Jaguars at four losing to the Jets. Then in the second round divisional, I have the chiefs right over our J E T S, you know, the, the bubble burst, but you know, they, they, they show, show up good this year. I think next year is the year. And then I think the bills, they, take care of the Baltimore Ravens. And I think in a classic playoff game and my AFC championship, Ray, I think they finally do it just when no one's talking about them this year, because they've been overhyped and Allen and Diggs had their argument. And is Gabriel Davis, just a receiver that goes deep every play. And, but I think the addition of giving cook the rock and letting him lead and the two tight end weapons helps calm down the running and the turnovers. They kind of mix up the offense. Uh, our boy will get back healthy soon. Um, the outside linebacker from the Broncos, he'll get back. And I think they're Ron Miller, yeah. Ron Miller. And I think their defense is good enough. And I think the Buffalo Bills shock the Chiefs in Chiefs Kingdom 34 31 to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC. You know, it's funny. Folks out there, we did not go and even review this before. Uh, So we're doing this live and direct on the air. But I have something very similar. So I have the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, Jets, Chargers, Ravens as one through seven. I have the Bills over the Ravens at two seven, the Bengals over the Chargers, and the Jets over the Jags in the first round. The Bills taking care of the Bengals in the divisional round. The Chiefs, like you said, ending Aaron Rodgers' story a little bit early. 
in the divisional round, and then the Bills over the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. So, so the same thing. And wow. if you okay. recall, if you go back to the George Michael time machine and you go, <laughs> when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, that game was an absolute tie, the Bills and Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen was pound for pound, dollar for dollar, maybe even better than Patrick Mahomes in that game. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have no doubt that they can – I have no doubt that they can absolutely take care of business for even an arrowhead. And we saw but, the but Bengals let me ask you this. Would you agree this is their year? If they don't do it this year, it's going to collapse. I don't know. Look, if you get to the AFC Championship and you lose to the Chiefs, there's no shame in that. That's still that's true. You win your division at 12 and that's 5. True. You know what I mean? Like, if you go in at, you I know, just 9 think, and 8. I'm talking about, but I'm talking about egos, the pressure, the players. I, I got a funny feeling, Ray. They, they got to do it this year. They really do. You might be right. There, there's a lot of pressure. They want to build a new stadium. The, you know, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, there might be outside pressure. So, yeah. So, let's go to the NFC. We both have the Bills from the AFC. Okay, I got the Eagles with the number one seat. I got the Niners at the number two seat, taking care of the Saints at number seven. I have the number three seed. The, I mean, taking care, I'm sorry, taking care of the Seahawks at number seven, who just edge out the Vikings in the tiebreaker. I have the number three seed, the Saints, who win the division, edging out the Lions, right? And playing at number six, the Giants, okay? And then I've got the number four Lions playing the Cowboys and losing. In the divisional round, we have the Eagles over those New York football giants taking care of them. At number two, the 49ers taking care of Rays. How about them Cowboys? They're making Dak just oof, more questions than Dallas. And then the NFC the champions. The Trey Lance era might begin early. Uh, I, you know what's so sad? I think mentally, I don't know if that kid, I don't know if he could ever, I, I just don't know. I really don't know. And I don't think Dak's going to lose his job. They're just going to have to redo a, a deal. I think he's going to have a pretty good season. Cooks is going to help him out a lot. And I think the Philadelphia Eagles do it again. And they beat the Niners again to make it to the Super Bowl. 27-23 for the Eagles against the Bills. What's your NFC? So... Between you and me and all of our listening audience, the NFC really only has three good teams. <laughs> Maybe four if you add the Lions. It's really the Eagles, the Niners, potentially the Lions, and the Cowboys. That's it. The rest of the conference is just not really Super Bowl material or not even deep playoff material. But you have to have seven teams. So in the NFC, I look – like this, the Eagles, the number one seed, the Niners, the number two seed, the Lions, by virtue of winning the division, are the three seed. The Saints are the four seed, also by win winning their division. Cowboys are five, and I actually have both NFC North Vikings and Bears sneaking into the playoffs. Mm. So in the, in the AFC Wild Card, I have the number two seeded Niners over the Bears. I have the Lions beating the division rival Vikings, and I have the Cowboys beating the Saints. So now we get through the riffraff, right? So now you really only have the four good teams in the divisional round. And I have the Niners taking down the explosive Lions in a shootout. Um, mm. And I think that Brock Purdy will be there. Hopefully his elbow doesn't give out like it did, uh, you know, last game, last, you know, game he played, last playoff game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have the Cowboys and the Eagles. So this is the one that I keep going back and forth about, back and forth. Can the Cowboys beat the Eagles? Can the Eagles beat the Cowboys? And I think, you know what? I think the Cowboys do it. I think they take down the Ooh. Eagles. Ooh. And, yeah, and I think they, they do it uh, on ball. Is that your heart? Did we just hear Ray's heart? It, it, that might be a little bit my heart speaking over my head. Um, and then in the AFC Championship, 
NFC have the Niners beating. I have the, uh, sorry, the NFC Championship. I have the Niners beating the Cowboys. So I have the Niners, despite the fact that the most important. Is this 1994? Made, Are you going back to 94? Yeah, 95. The, the 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 despite the fact that the most important position in all of sports is quarterback, and that's the biggest question for the Niners. Everything else is superior, right? The Niners have a great roster, a great you know a, a play calling offensive coordinator. They have a who who learned hopefully from that Super Bowl in uh, uh, you know when he didn't run the ball. Uh, and they yeah. lost to the Patriots when he was Kyle with the Atlanta. Yeah. But hopefully he's learned that. So I have the 49ers as the AFC Championship. So the 49ers and the Bills in the Super Bowl. Wow, that, that's a shout-out to Chris Berman, who used to predict that every year at ESPN. <laughs> Circling the wagons. Circling the wagons, exactly, baby. I love it. All right, let's give them our Super Bowl predictions and winners before we go to all the postseason awards and end the show. Well, listen, it's simple, and to me, I just want to say Jalen Hurts gets over the hump because I think he's going to be special this year. I don't think it was a fluke. doesn't matter about the coordinators. I think the kid is here. He showed it in the Super Bowl. But I just feel like fate and destiny is on the side of Bills Mafia and the Buffalo Bills. And I think they win the Super Bowl 34-31 and another classic. And the Eagles fall short again. And the Bills, one and four in Super Bowl history, but they finally get their, their taste of the champagne in Vegas, baby. Well, I agree. I agree. I have the Bills beating the Niners 30 to 17. I think the Bills have been there. You know, it's like the huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing. And finally, they blow the door down. They've had the, the talent. They've had the quarterback. They've had the coaching staff for the last three years. So for the last three years, they could have won the Super Bowl. They didn't for whatever reasons, between injuries, between, you know, a shootout with Kansas City, between a little bit of a, a, a second-half collapse. They're fine. The Bills are fine. I think they finally beat the Bengals and the Chiefs, the top three teams in the, uh, in the AFC, and go to the Super Bowl and win 30-17. to 17. So Bills Mafia finally win their That's Super kind Bowl. of a blowout for the Super Bowl, Ray. You know, I think they'll come up with a defensive scheme that holds Brock Purdy down. I don't think the Brock Purdy uh, exercise is over, but I do think that, you know, they'll cut him. They'll, it'll, it'll, it'll cut short. It'll be cut short on the Super Bowl. Okay. I love it. I love it. So the postseason awards to wrap up our 2023 preview. I got to give Jalen Hurst the MVP. I just think he is going to be outstanding. His weapons are great, and he's going to continue to flourish. Coach of the year. I didn't like him in the press conferences. He was growing things in the garden and this and that, but I think Nick Soriani winning the division again. I think he gets coach of the year. I think the offensive rookie of the year, that is easily Bijan Robinson. He goes left, right, center, up, down, maybe kickoff returns. Defensive rookie of the year, I was going to go with Jalen Carter, but I do um, – I, I just think it's going to be Will Anderson. He's a monster down in Houston, great pick, and I just love the kid from Bama. Defensive player of the year, I'm going with your guy in Dallas, Micah Parsons. He's going to get the biggest contract. He can play all over five positions offensive player of the year i'm going with lamar jackson he is going to win the division and light it up this year and 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 be in the top three or four mvp votes comeback player of the year i mean listen you, you know it's it's deshaun watson and i think he could even surprise us to sneak in the playoffs and fantasy i gotta go with justin fields ray's guy making the playoffs i have him just missing the playoffs but i think he is going to be a stud fantasy football-wise. All right, so let me give you mine. Some of ours are the same. Some of them are different. The most valuable poet on the MIC is Josh Allen, not to be confused with Harry Allen. He <laughs> will do his thing, lead the Bills to the either the number one or number two seed in the AFC. I think they might lose on a tiebreaker to Kansas City, but he'll be great. He'll do his thing. There's a little bit of 
Mahomes fatigue. So I think that Josh Allen wins the MVP, has a great season. Now with a little bit better running game, he doesn't have to expose himself as much and, and play goal line and score all those touchdowns. He doesn't have to be Cameron Jarrell Newton on the, uh, you know, in the, in the five <laughs> yard, five yards away from the end zone. So defensive player of the year. Oh, so let's start with the rookies. Offensive rookie of the year, Bijan Robinson. I totally agree. Defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson. I think on that Houston team, he'll just run rough shots. So he'll have great numbers, tackles behind the line of scrimmage, sacks. You know, he's one of those flex. Yeah, he looks impressive. Linebacker, uh, defensive end. He was a, he was a stud as a freshman at Alabama. He'll be a stud in the end. Uh, in the NFL, the offensive player of the year is going to be Justin Herbert. I think quietly speaking, he's just going to throw up numbers. He's going to throw up like 5,500 yards, even with Eckler there. Eckler's going to, you know, catch a lot out of the backfield. He'll just throw up crazy numbers. Um, The coach of the year is Dan Campbell, my guy, winning the division at 10 and 7. Talk about press conferences. We didn't like when he took over in Detroit, all the, you know, things he was saying and but you know what? He has them playing. He has them playing very well. Comeback player of the year. I hear you on yours. I'll say Odell Beckham, ODB. Ooh. This guy at the beginning of his career was considered yeah. to be, you know, one of the best receivers of all time on a trajectory to be one of the best yeah. receivers of all time. So I love that. Um, fantasy, you know, fantasy sleeper. I mean, he's not so much of a sleeper, but Calvin Ridley. You know, if he didn't do that stupid gambling thing and get himself suspended, I mean, he was the man at Alabama. He was the man, you know, in his brief tenure there with the Falcons. So look out for Calvin Ridley to do big things. And who do you have for defensive player? Oh, Micah Parsons. Same thing. Micah ah, Parsons, okay. defensive player of the year. You know, yeah, Adam last year. Me, you know it was hard for me to give it to your boy over T.J. Watt, but I just think Micah is that dude. Uh, you know, T.J. Watt's that dude, too. But um, it, either of them could do it. It's, it's one of those. And, and they play the right position, right, because everybody's fixated on sacks. So if either of them get, you know, 15 sacks, the thing is Dallas will come in first or second in their division. I think Pittsburgh will come in fourth. You think they'll come in third. So it might be a little harder to give T.J. Watt that award only because, you know, even if he gets 15, 16, 17 sacks, but his team is third or fourth, you know, they might, they might discount that a little bit. So before we go, and this was fun, everybody, and we both have the Bills winning, give me one team that you or I, neither one of us predicted to be in the playoffs, that if things go perfect for them and, you know, where things happen that we don't expect that could shock the world and interrupt the playoff party. So if I had to do a team sleeper to shock Everybody, everybody, I'm going against what I said, right? I'm going against everything that I said, but here's a sleeper that will shock the world. No, I don't know about shock the world. Everything I said, take it back. The Atlanta Falcons. What happens if Desmond Ritter is an NFL quarterback? What happens if Bijan Robinson is the offensive rookie of the year? Their defense isn't terrible. Their offensive line is pretty good. Their skill position players are okay, but they play in a terrible, terrible division. So if Derek Carr plays like, you know, an average Derek Carr, and, you know, you're in a division with the Panthers and the Bucks and the Saints, I picked the Falcons to come in fourth at 6-11, and 11, but if you told me, you know, they could finish 9-8, and eight, maybe 10-7 and seven and win the division, Okay, I, not crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't predict it, but maybe. So that's my team that would be like taking the coin and flipping it on the other side. So if I had, I, okay. I had said head, this is tails. All right. Well, for me, it's between two, between the Commanders and the Browns, and I got to go with the Cleveland Browns. If Elijah Moore, the tight ends, Cooper, Nick Chubb, who is a hero to most, Miles Garrett in that defense, Stepanski is the coach. I think the Cleveland Browns in the very strong AFC, if Deshaun Watson remembers who he was three years ago at Houston, which was a top three quarterback in the NFL, and he can return back to MVP form, the Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen, 
have the roster quiet as kept. They have a decent offensive line, like Ray was talking about, that theme. They have a good coaching staff. The Cleveland Browns, ladies and gentlemen, they could shock the world, get in the playoffs, or even win the division. Miles Garrett, and we're in the era of defensive players, whether it's Micah Parsons, T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Miles Garrett. You've got defensive dudes all over the league who are imposing and no joke, and Miles Garrett could easily be the best of all of them. Do not sleep on what the Cleveland Browns could do if you flip the coin from head to tails. All right? All so, right. That was fun. And uh, listen, we'll tune in to you guys soon. Have a great fall. Be smart. Be safe out there. And we'll be back for some NBA preview. Before you know it, the NBA season doesn't start too much later, you know, October. So they're starting training camp in a week or two. Your boy in uh, Minnesota was doing his thing in the FIBA tournament. So we'll see what's going on. Oh, Anthony Edwards is a star. Anthony Edwards is a star. Star. I he mean, is. you thought Carl Anthony Towns was a star? Nope. Anthony Edwards is a star. He's the man. He's the man. And we're still waiting to see if there's trades with Harden and Lillard. We'll see before our preview show if something happens. But enjoy the NFL. Enjoy game one. I do think the Chiefs win a close game. I'll say 27-23 over the Lions. What do you got for Thursday night? <laughs> yeah, I think I think both teams can score. Both teams give up big plays. So I could go. I could see even it being thirty, you know, thirty to twenty-six. But I do All think right. the Chiefs win. All right, Ray and Tay today, two thousand twenty-three NFL preview, talking sports with Fred. We're out. Yeah. See ya. Have a good one.